Yes. No. Welcome to the podcast. Maybe. Welcome back. Fun-filled episode. Episode 54. Catch we are. Pods? We are. We, we catch pods. Cast pods. Cast pods. That's way better. Is, I think I'm playing two, two music. You are playing two music at the same time. My gosh. It's called fusion. It's going to be cluster effing. Oh, that's because oh, there it's because I got the the background thing Silly on. Silly like, goose! Oh my gosh, I have no idea what's happening. But well, thank you very much for uh, joining us again, once again, on these uh, fabulous day, morning, evening, overnight, whatever you uh, consume us in. This is the Heavy Metal Over a Six Pack Podcast, drinking beer and talking music. And we will start with a familiar segment today: the Heavy Metal Headlines. Yay! Heavy Metal Headlines. <laughs> just kidding. Just add that really quick. Okay, so I actually, have, I actually, I actually have breaking news. Ooh. Yeah, there's, there's, there's breaking news. Believe it or not, right. this is a, uh, this is a character in the music world that we've actually talked many times about mm-hmm. at this point, mm-hmm. and it's kind of getting exhausting almost talking about it because okay. like you almost want to like just like, dude, just knock it off. Is it Ozzy? One, Ozzy Osbourne. Okay, that was my news story. <laughs> Shit. Well, let's talk about it. Okay. Ozzy Osbourne has canceled all 2019 tour dates after falling in his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, this um, Ultimate Guitar has actually released this uh, seven hours ago. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what your your link. I get AAF, so we get two. Yeah, AAF. So according to an official statement on his website, Ozzy Osbourne is forced to cancel all the live shows planned for 2019. The decision was made after the singer fell in his home, aggravating years-old injuries from his 2013 all-terrain vehicle accident. 2003. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I'm like so looking I'm at the number 2003. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, it's definitely for, a zero, but it's fine. For, for, so, yeah. So, uh, and. Someone's like, this tour is not meant to be. I mean, it's just like one step forward. Well, I think it's back. funny that they're they're saying it's like aggravating an injury that came like 16 years ago. It's like. For, the drugs probably wore off. <laughs> for the love of God. Can this guy. And I mean this in like the. Like, who literally wants to go see like a decrepit Ozzy Osbourne? It's one of those things. I mean, yeah. same reason we go see ACDC or Guns N' Roses. It was almost sad enough. I mean, the last Slayer. time I, the last time I actually saw Ozzy was probably like 2000, shit, 2011, 2012. I mean, you go see a Rolling Stones concert, what they still have. I'm like, well, am I? Is this a Rolling Stones concert or am I in the haunted house at Disney World? Cause I'm not sure, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's fucking ghost in his blood. Uh, it's a, it's, I don't know. 
It's, it's this is just getting sad though. It's like I mean, obviously the guy is not physically stable no. to do this anymore. It's like for the love of God. Even the past recent ones. I mean, he just kind of stands there. He's got like teleprompters. He's got lighting on the floor to find where he can go. You know what I mean? Like, well, like that's what I was about to say. Like 2011, 2012. It was like that then. He had yeah. glow sticks like bringing him out. They have to put a glow stick across the front of the stage so he doesn't fucking fall off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous yeah. man like it was cool like back then but like now this is just getting like insanity like obviously the dude just doesn't have it anymore no. like unfortunately makes me wonder because you know like with all the rumors especially that are going around with like the kiss tour that's like mm-hmm. going like with the radio like overdubs and lip-syncing and whatnot like how much is this guy actually be even performing anymore right no i, I know it's yeah. like a freaking skeleton with a bunch of Ropes attached to him. It's Pretty much like, <laughs> the fucking puppet at that point. It's getting terrible. Terrible. Just let the guy retire. Right. Ozzy, fucking quit, yo. Quit. <sighs> Sharon's still on The View or whatever bullshit yeah. TV show she's on during the day. I'm sure he's got plenty enough from the royalty department. From both bands, mind you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Christ, that's all AAF plays, man. Mm-hmm. He's on like a like a four-song loop. It's like Pretty Ozzy much. or Sabbath. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's just getting sad. Yeah, no, it kind of. So I would never, I would never not encourage anybody to go out to like live music. But do we have to start asking the fans stop buying tickets? <laughs> don't buy tickets to this guy. Like, don't encourage him. Right, because this is gonna get worse. He needs to live the rest of his life, not in pain. I guess. I'm actually, just reading this. I'm just reading this. I didn't realize he, he won a Grammy in 2019. For what? I'm not sure. That can't be possible. They haven't had the Grammys yet. Maybe I'm retarded. Yeah, that doesn't seem right. Well, it says the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame inductee and Grammy-winning singer, songwriter, and 2019 Grammy Special Merit Award recipient. Is that one of those things they do it like ahead of time? Or am I just stupid? Like when you buy a car. Or did, did they have the Grammys? Or the, was the Grammys in January? Yeah, because Trivium, I believe, was this is what, nominated or and or had said Grammys. Okay, so 2019 Grammys per 2018. That makes sense. Stuff, right? Does that make sense? That makes sense. All right, so, so this is when hosts will know what they're talking about. Good job, Marcus. Proud of you. You're a winner, buddy. Ah, so yeah. Fucking Ozzy. Yeah, well. Dying right before our eyes. Yeah, pretty much. So another news. Another touring news. I have a... um. Sorry, I'm just copying and pasting. Like, editing on the fly, as I like to say. So I have a, um, there's a tour announcement. Not so much on the, I don't know, not really so much on the heavy metal side, but like I actually came across this story and I thought it was relatively interesting. So Foo Fighters mm-hmm. announced a 2019 tour with uh, the god-awful Weezer. It's a personal opinion. God. Hey, they covered Africa, right? Good for them. I do like how um, April Toto, right? Toto, yeah. Well, how they covered the hash pipe? Yes. Have you heard it though? Yes. It's actually pretty good. It's kind of nifty. It's not terrible. But I, I, I like the, I like the, uh, the cool. mindset of Toto to yeah. like, is like, oh. Well, thanks, guys. Like, we're going to cover... Right, one of your songs. Hashpipe. You're welcome. Well, it's like... Uh, 
The Offspring in 311. Hmm. The Offspring did Down, which was just, just god-awful. Yeah, that was pretty terrible. And uh, 311 did... Um, Christ. What song? I just I literally just saw it earlier. Two. The, uh... Self-esteem. Yes. Okay. I, <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. I'm running through them all. I'm like, yeah. Proud of yes. you, buddy. <laughs> yes, that one. So, yeah. So, the uh, the awful mm. Weezer, because, I don't know, I, I don't think anything of Weezer. I, the I first album wasn't terrible. I don't, means. I, I don't understand the cult following for Weezer. Like, I don't know. Whatever. They remind me of, like, the New Age Doors. To That's e- what I get out of them. To each their own. But, along with uh, Weezer, Tenacious D. I did hear about that. That should be cool. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So this was written on April 1st via tonedef.thebrag.com. Hmm. Okay. I had to believe the people once thought Woodstock 1969 had a stacked lineup rock in Rio <laughs> that has well and truly un- usurped the ancient festival with the best lineup in human memory. This September, we'll see Foo Fighters, Weezer, and Tenacious D join forces for a series of shows across see, to me, South America. That makes sense. That's not us. <laughs> it, just, it just feels weird that Weezer's in that mix. That I feel like they don't really fit. Right? So, mean? I'm, a, I'm actually trying to... No. Weezer doesn't fit anywhere. <laughs> Yeah, Weezer doesn't fit as like a roll of toilet paper, as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't know. They just they they, do, they don't do anything for me. Yeah. Like just nothing. And the fact that like you, people say Weezer and like they sell out in like 15, it's like for what? Well, what are you doing? Because of the sweaters. Oh God! It's like what the hell? My um, I think my my interest in this would be like a stadium tour with Tenacious D. That'd be fun. Like a full production Tenacious D. Like, yeah. I almost think Foo Fighters should step aside like Tenacious D headline. Yeah. And they should, like, make a whole stage thing. I want to know if Dave Grohl's going to play drums for them. That would be interesting. Oh, see, that would yeah, be fun. You see? could come out as, like, the devil. You would have to. Like, I can't see any other way that he would not be. And, like, somebody, like, gets killed on stage. I mean, it'll, it'll be South America. I'm sure they can find, like, yeah, some sure. kind of human sacrifice. Probably. The government will do it for him. Yeah, they'll just say, here, here you go. Take this like, one. Like, who do you want to die? <laughs> that guy? Dead. That guy dead. Instantly. Like gone. See ya. Never to be seen again. <laughs> that could be cool though. Unfortunately, it's not near us, but it could be cool though. <clears throat> it's just weird. Yeah. Like I get excited for like the prospect of like Tenacious D doing like a stadium tour. I can't. What? What's uh, Jack Black's partner in that? Do you know? Uh, Kyle. Kyle something. Kyle something. Yeah. I, I wonder what he looks like now. Because like, my he's God. Got, he's got the crazy beard. He's still bald, but he's got the crazy beard. He's got a crazy beard. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Well, so does Jack Black. I mean, he kind of shaved it, but he still looks like a homeless person. He's like Tenacious D, man. <clears throat> the, the Pick of Destiny came out like, like God awful oh, money. Long time ago. Like, that's like childhood shit. Yeah, pretty much. See, that's so awesome. They're like 50-something doing whatever yeah. they want. Just I, I mean, Jack Black's the man in my mind. Yeah, he's pretty cool. He had, I mean, he started, like, a YouTube channel, like, as a gamer, and he's already surpassed, like, every other YouTuber gamer that's been around for, like, years. Yeah, he's pretty cool. Fun fact, I read a read an article, the School of Rock, the kid that played guitar, 
Yeah, I heard about that. In School of Rock. Did like, kill someone or something? Well, I think he got arrested for, like, stealing guitars. <laughs> Close enough. And apparently it was, like, hopped up on the queue. <laughs> that Nesquik, man. It gets <laughs> you every time. Fucking but like doing the, uh, my chocolatey what, drink. Like the, uh, the gnarly queue. The gnar- oh, the gnarly queue. Yeah, the gnarly queue. Gotcha. The, the strawberry Nesquik. I, I see, yeah, I the, see the, how that... The queue that we, we, that, we that we don't get mixed up with. Mm-hmm. No pun intended. Nope. Nah. <laughs> uh, Beautiful. Oh, yeah. Full of it today. Uh, I have a small one here. All right. Small one. You found so, a news article after I sold his first Matt one. Matt Heafy mm-hmm. of the Trivium uh, has released Uh-oh. a double guitar strap. Okay. Okay. So. Better back support. I can um, see this happening. Matt Heafy also wields one of the heaviest guitars with his signature Les Paul custom. So he set out to alleviate the weight with a new double guitar strap. Some guitarists aren't happy about the idea. Which, I mean, why should you care? Like, if you don't use it, don't use it. What? Yep. Uh, he collaborated with, with the German firm Richer Straps on the design, which boasts an additional strap for the other shoulder that wraps around the guitar's body, allowing players to spread the weight of their instrument. Why would other guitarists be upset about this? I mean, don't get me wrong. I've played plenty of times. I mean, your shoulder starts to feel it after a while. Dude, they're going to be pissed when, they, when I come up with my idea. Three of them? No, it's gonna be like a hovercraft. So like like the hover skateboard. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be like kind of the same idea, but it's just gonna like hold your guitar. It's just gonna hover uh, in front of you, things. so you can like play it. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fucking epic. Cool. Like you can walk away from it. It'll just hover there. Just kind of hang out. Just go back to it. It'll purr a little when you come back. It'll be, Thanks for. Evidently, back. he was met with a barrage of negativity when he uh, threw this drop on Instagram. The uncoolest thing to wear while playing metal. And then he's like, oh, you should just switch to a lighter guitar. Like, I don't know. Did anybody knock, like, Dave Grohl? Like, going back to the Foo Fighter thing, when he, like, he played on a throne and right. broke his leg? Right. Or, no, that was, like, awesome. But, no, like, man, he, he wants to just, like, play comfortably. So, like, he comes up. Dude, people are so fucking stupid. Yeah, I'm pretty like, much. I'm, like, very positive today, but, like, semi-negative. It because. doesn't look terrible. Doesn't look like anything. Like you wouldn't even notice. You wouldn't even notice the second strap. No. Like go, going over the other shoulder. No. But like, what would be the outrage? Especially with the fact that like we've been talking nothing about like these tours where like these old old farts are all like hopping back out there. Right. It's like, dude, they probably would like this. Right. You know, not everybody's got like perfect fitness. I mean, people have bad backs. I mean, you when you stand there for six hours on you know a show and you're have no sleep on a tour bus. I mean, your body's probably not the happiest physical thing it's in the world. It's a weird thing to be negative about. That's <laughs> the world for you, I guess. I don't know. So you gotta, if you didn't come up with it, you got to knock it. I mean, I mean, he's doing it for like a good reason. He's not doing it to be an ass. Like, I mean, he's just literally saying that guitar strikes are not ergonomical. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just to help the people who need it. <laughs> this not, doesn't need to be like a staple in the friggin' metal community. It just, it's a, it's a it's stupid. <laughs> I just I can't get over that part of the story. It's like other guitars are like outraged, outraged. <laughs> I cannot believe <laughs> that you right, put a like, double strap. Right, but then you get fucking. You know what? I'm gonna be outraged the next time I hear anybody use locking straps. Right. You know what? If your if your guitar cannot fall off of your person because you're wiggling around like a douchebag, like up there, that's bullshit. Right. 
What do you have locking straps for? Why don't you pay attention and catch your guitar when it falls in midair? Maybe I should make like tiny straps for guitar for drumsticks so you don't lose them. <laughs> it just like you know, like the Wii remote, how you get the wrap around your around your wrist. <laughs> put it on, like yeah, put it like a spring action. Yeah. It just flies like right back at you. So instead of me like getting hit in the front of the stage, you yeah. get hit like right back in it the just face. Just swings back it's and like, smashes oh, me. Oh no! <laughs> I can't do this anymore. What happened? Huh? Well, right? your, your your drummer just took a drumstick to the face. Ugh. Silly, silly world we live in. You know what, Matt? Don't worry about the the haters, dude. Because you're the man. You know what? It's jealousy. It is. Because you're killer. Mm-hmm. And they're not killer. Right. I mean, at first glance, I would actually say, Matt, just eat a sandwich, dude. Because I saw you, bro. I saw you outside your tour bus. We did. You're a skinny fuck. You're skinny fuck. <laughs> Why you have a bad back, I have no idea. You just idea. had two babies. Of course you lost all that weight. You need to stop hitting the, the, heavy, uh, the heavy hitter uh, groupies, man. Because <laughs> you're little. Little. <laughs> yes. Maybe has uh, a weird fetish we don't know about. Maybe I'm just hitting the heavy pounders. I know that he does covers and plays Fortnite <laughs> all day. Like that's literally all the posts well, I. It's like carpal him. tunnel. Carpal tunnel. Unless your TV is like just way too high. Uh, yeah, right. Wow. <laughs> or way too crooked. Way too something, man. Way too something. But wow. That's the extent of my news stories. Yeah. Well, that was a thrilling news day. Right. Thrilling. Always. Let's smash some bananas. Alrighty. I also want to point out that uh, our, uh, our boys, the Heart of Jordan, uh, they are doing the cross uh, genre tournament at the moment. Mm. They have made it to the final four. Um, I'll have I'll send it to Marcus. I'll have him keep the link down below. But the uh, Louder.me app, um, you can actually vote for them. Do it. So check them out. Give them a give them a vote. Deserving hardworking dudes. Mm-hmm. They're actually doing a Middle America tour with... I'm going to forget the band. I'm sorry. They're doing a Middle America tour. <laughs> we'll go with that. Just trust me. Go to their Facebook page. It's on there. But yeah, definitely You know, down below. Check out the link. Download the app. Give them a vote. Down below. Down below. Yes. What's the difference between a French kiss and an Australian <laughs> kiss? Well, Australian kiss is the same thing as a French Except it's from down under. <laughs> ah, and we digress. Smash banana time. Heavy metal over a six pack. Smash banana album review. All right. So when we recorded this, it is April. That means we are three months, one full quarter into 2019. That's maybe four months. Are you counting this month? No, it's like April, like. Two. So you say we've completed three months. We've completed three okay. months. Okay. So we've we've completed the first quarter of the year. It sickens me. Well, it goes by so fast. It's just horrible. It'll be November again, like 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 this. I already got my Halloween costume. I'm fucking ready. It's a little extreme. No, that's okay. Living life on the edge. It's like in two, like like day after tomorrow. Like I'm 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 out of here. I'm done with winter. <laughs> Goodbye. Like I'm leaving. It snowed in my house yesterday. I'm going to the equator. Fucked up. Figure that shit. I'm going to the equator. Good luck. Not quite going to the equator, but I'm going to get closer to the equator than what I am right now. Closer, yes. And I'm driving all 1,500 miles to get there. I don't give a F. Sorry for your loss. (laughs) What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. (laughs) So (laughs) it's the effort. Wow, we digress. 
the, uh, the first quarter of the year is, is passes. So we've decided that today's episode should actually be smashing some mother effing album banana. Bananas. Album bananas. Album bananas. We're going to smash some bananas on some album reviews. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yes, we picked some albums, and it is time that they face the wrath of heavy metal over a six pack. We'll go with that. That sounds right. I could start. Call me a star. Fire away, friend. All right, so this band is a binky. It is a past Hall of Fame inductee. And the heavy metal over a six pack. This album actually did not come out in 2019, however. Came out the very, like very end, end of, it, yeah. of 2018 yep. in December. So it's okay. Get over it. Over it. I'm going to put it on the back, in our background. While I. That band that I speak of is In Flames. The album that I speak of is I, The Mask. So, with. The more modern In Flames albums, I, I usually go in with like I don't know, kind of like a grain of salt because because I know like they're trying like the more of like the clean vocals and his clean vocals are not super duper. I don't I don't consider him like much like myself. I don't consider him a singer. I consider him a vocalist. Okay. I feel like there's a difference. That's fine. But what I liked when uh. When the end of 2018, early 2019, when I the Mask came out, it seems like In Flames kind of did their thing, where they they kind of like got back to the roots. Now, what I will say about this, the first single that they 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 released was um, I Am Above. Correct. The second single that they released, This Is Our House. This Is Our House is hot garbage. Yeah, it's not the greatest. Hot garbage. It's stupid. It's dumb. It's lame. I hate it. The weird chanting at the beginning. Yeah, it's just, it's just weird. I don't know. It doesn't strike me as in flames. Just doesn't. So, if you actually start, if you actually start like this album, like from like start to finish, what I actually like, like the first, the first like three songs, like really kind of go back to like maybe like a closer to like old school, like late 1990s, early 2000s. That reminds me of uh, what's the, the one with like uh, Take This Life. Oh, that I was I get um, that kind of uh, vibe. Come clarity. Thank you. Yes, come clarity. So, yeah, it does have that flow. And what and what what I get from it is like it has like the cool, heavy like like it has like a nice beat to it. Like like the, catchy. Like the, hook. The, the guitar riffs and then like his vocals. His he might be in my top three when it comes to like scream vocals. It's very unique. Like, like I you just know like, it's in flames. I like the tone. It's clean. Mm-hmm. Like you can actually make out what he's actually singing with it. Like it, like it just has like, it's it's him. It's just him. And like I've always, uh, Jasper. I, I can't remember. Just, uh, just excuse me, Jasper. Jasper Strongblood. I, I mean, I wanted to make a quick point out that I, I'm sorry. Like, that was a guitarist. I'm so fucking stupid today. Look oh, good. I'm sorry. Um, like every one of these songs, like you, In Flames has. Something with their guitars where you just know it's them. They have like this weird sound that they have. I don't know if it's the guitar itself, just the way they play it. But this entire album, like you can tell right off the bat, as soon as you hear the guitar, like you know it's them. Like it's, it's very reflective of who they are. You know what I mean? Mm. Like that didn't change at all. Like, you still know. Jenica Johansson. There you is go. The person that I was trying to 
and I'm sorry, I'm probably pronouncing it. It's probably Yenica or whatever. I'm sure it's something. Are they Swedish, right? Yeah. Uh, oh yes. Okay. Oh god. So. Oh god. Yes. So, when you actually listen to this, like start to like kind of like Anthony was talking about, like come clarity, like this is this kind of like goes back to that, like reroute the remain, claim it in the Tokyo Showdown, like even like a little bit of Colony because there's sure. there's actually a track, and let me just take a quick peek. I believe it's Follow Me. So what used to actually happen in like the old school like in Flames album, they would have like this like really cool like instrumental like somewhere in the middle. It's almost kind of like a like a interlude. Yeah, intermission. Okay. It's almost like an intermission. Sure. Like in the middle of their albums, and they would just come out with this beautiful like it would start. It would start with like a nice clean like like clean rift, and then it would, it would just like produce into something else. And the song "Follow Me" actually like started like mm-hmm. that. So, and it's like right after the single, like the fourth track in the album, "I Am Above," and it's like right after that. And you like you start listening, and it's like oh man, like this this is like like you just like that roller coaster, and then like it turns mm-hmm. into like this heavy thing. And then the difference was in it "Follow Me" in this one, it actually turns into a song. Right. Like it's actually a tune. Sure. Which I'm going to be completely honest. I think his vocals kind of ruin it. They should have left it as a, like an instrumental. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> because it's just pretty. It was it cool. It was awesome. The um the first... I wanted to just go, go back. The first single that they actually released, I Am Above, I actually really like that, that song. That one is really good. It's... It's catchy. It's strong right off the beginning. Like it just... It's neat. Like it's, like it's got like a good heaviness to it. Mm-hmm. And... I actually really like how they did the chorus in it. Like the cor- the chorus, like just like really grabs you. Like the it's a my god. Like the it's the lyrics are cool. Like it's actually a really awesome song. That's oh, very good song. And so three or four of the last album, like pretty much anything that came out after like oh two oh three oh four. Battles was kind of mad. Like with Siren Flames, Charms was just like. Uh... There was like a single or two that were kind of okay, but the rest of it is just kind of like I don't know. I can't get into like this experimental phase that like they're going through, kind of a thing. And like I've always been very critical of like the In Flames like newer stuff. Like I'm a I'm an old school In Flames guy like through and through. But they made some strides. Like this is a good listen. Like all you have to do is skip track six. This is our house. <laughs> like that's whatever. You know if they've if they felt they wanted to put that out, that's cool. I'm not gonna hold. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna eat their lunch for it. That's fine. <laughs> this is a great album, though. Like, there's some good, it's very well there's done. Some good stuff in mm-hmm. here. Like, the technicality with the guitar is there, but it's simple enough where it still has a hook. But the technicality is still there, where you're still like, oh, like that's that's pretty. That's cool. That's cool. I like how they mixed this. I like how they did this. Smash banana. I'm in a positive mood, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a five. I can right. listen to this. I can listen to this start to finish after mm-hmm. I skip track six. <laughs> you can just remove it from the playlist. <laughs> you don't worry about it. If I had a CD, I'd have to hit forward. <laughs> yes. Program my disc player mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to not play disc yep. track six. Track six. No, I mean, I, I totally agree with that. I think it's a great album. It's very listenable. And very catchy. Like, you, you catch yourself, like, singing the, the choruses and stuff. You know what I mean? It's... Well, that's you know I think that's actually the thing, and it's it's fun. it's good that you bring that up because like I think the first couple of times that I actually heard it, I was kind of like, eh, yeah, okay, okay, and then I'm like, then you really listen, like mm-hmm. you really start at track one. You don't just go like like okay, get off the single, start with it's like oh, all right, that's yeah, that's cool. I'm into that. Like it's got that like like you'll be sitting there doing like the head bob thing, like in the the, the crazy lyrics mm-hmm. and like the 
Every so often, a chorus will like kind of throw you off. You're kind of like, oh no, 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 that's 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 fine. Like I, I'm I'm in. Hey. Doesn't ruin the song. No, I, like I and I'm not trying to say I had to get like like talked into it, but I think I went in skeptical because like all of their latest releases have just been like meh, meh, meh. Mm-hmm. So like you you kind of like don't really expect much, and then it's like oh. Well, I think with uh, I am above, like that single alone kind of gave that little bit of hope. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, hmm. That was a great song, okay. and that was a great song to release right. to actually open up. But I think up. they kind of did, because they did This Is Our House too, but because if you have the newer people who liked, or that's their take on In Flames is the last couple albums, you know what I mean? It would still bring them in. Oh, sure. So sure. they kind of hit the top and the bottom, be like, hey, yeah. this is what we got, check it out. So I think it was smart on their end. No, they've done well. I mean, In Flames is always going to be one of those bands. Like, if you're an old school fan of In Flames, anytime they do something, you're going to, like, raise an eyebrow and be like, hmm? Mm hmm. Huh? Peak your interest. So, you say what you did now? <laughs> yeah, that's a full sentence, people. Get over <laughs> it. No, I, I, I agree with you. I'd probably give it a five as well. It's very I meant, good album. I meant to bring a banana today for, like, Instagram pictures. Yeah. Like, we could take, like, selfies with. Wooden bananas. I work too goddamn much. Yep. No time for bananas. No time. We have no time for bananas. I have no Cassian time to go levels to are real low. No, no the time. Cramp, to cramps go to for days. Farms and All the cramps. Cents for a banana. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, brother, hit us. I'm going to actually do my banking last for the second one. Um. First, uh, I want to bring up the new soil work album called Verkel Lighten. Does that sound right? Verklachen. Could that be wrong? Ver- I would it- feel bad if I said that well, wrong. You gotta talk like a German. Verklachen. I don't think they're German. I'm pretty sure they're Swedish. That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it actually means anything, unfortunately. You can look it up while you talk about it. So, um, unfortunately, this is the this album does not have their last drummer, Dirk Verburen. Which, I mean, to be honest with you, since day one, Zoroark has always had a phenomenal drummer. Out of the three or four they've gone through, they've all been very on point. Um, but at the moment, which is kind of interesting, is that uh, they have Bastan Thisgod, who was actually a student of the previous drummer. So, that's kind of interesting. Um, so, because uh, Dirk Ver- Verbieren... Um, is now in Megadeth. Oh, moving up in the world. Well, good for Which him, could be interesting. I have four possible meanings for Verkleinen. Fire away. So, one would be an adverb, in fact. Okay. Or in point of fact. Mm-hmm. Or factually, in real life. Well, it could be a little bit of a mix of all those. But yes. That's, um, an, that's an English translation for those. Oh, that's, that's good. That helps us um, they released a few. Thank you, um, Roy Hippo. Roy Hippo. Sorry, Gabe. All right. <laughs> um, they released a few uh, singles kind of along the way. Uh, Full Moon Showels was the first one I got to listen to, and that was kind of the grab for me. I really, really like that song. It's very unique. It's got like this kind of cool guitar riff. But I mean, all these songs are are pretty fast as shit. Like they're they're pretty impressive. Um. Along with that, uh, Stel Stafagel, which sounds inappropriate if you're probably not Swedish, um, 
I, we lear- I learned today, and we actually have to check it out. The iTunes version of that song has Alyssa Whitegloves uh, in um, the vocal department, kind of following uh, Bjorn around, um, which is which is pretty cool. Uh, so this is this is the first album in four years. So it's been a little bit since their last release. Um, but I mean, these guys. I've always been talented. I can't say that there's ever been really a Swordworks song that I hate. Like, they've always been pretty solid. Swordworks a good time. Um, this album, I think, is phenomenal. Probably the best one I've heard from them in quite a while. Uh, the Majestic... No, I'm sorry. Not the Majestic Ride. Anthony, have they changed vocalists? Nope. They've had Bjorn Speed Strid since day one. It's this, this is the same, same guy. guy. So yep. he's... he's, he's He's, he's a little different. Granted, the first time I heard Soil Work, I believe it was 1998. Do you so, know why they call him Speed? Because in high school, because of the music he, listen, he used to listen to, like he used to listen to like the fast thrash music, so that's how he got the name Speed. Kind of interesting. Um, I feel like he's like pulling like those notes like a little bit more like than, like in, in this one than like records pass. Especially over his older stuff, like I said, I, I oh, yeah, grew up with this guy for like twenty something years. Um, so it's like the Predator's Portrait. I mean, that's I think that's the first one I ever listened to. Which I mean, that's all heavy as shit. Figure number five, stabbing the drama. I have that album as well. Uh, the Sworn to the Great Divide. No, I'm sorry, the Living Infinite was the last time I listened to these guys, which was a little more on the melodic side. But don't get me I mean, these guys have always been melodic in some way, shape, or form. Oh, yeah. Um, this album, I feel, is kind of hit more of the artsiness behind it. Um, it's very technical in a lot of different parts. The new drummer's phenomenal. I mean, he fits the bill. Like, if you didn't know they got a new drummer, you wouldn't be able to tell, honestly. Diamond um, Dozen, man. Diamond Dozen. No, I mean, all these songs have a great hook. What's the song that I... The Nurturing Glance almost has like an 80s rock sound in the instruments, which is, which is pretty interesting. Um, the Wolves Are Back in Town is also a really good one. Um, but honestly, this this album's great. I could listen to this song, this album, a bunch of times. Yeah, um, honestly, if I had to give it, I would give this album a six. That's a perfect rating. That's a perfect rating. It's a perfect rating. I think these guys came out on top with this one. Forgive me, folks. I'm typing. All right, enough of this positive nonsense. Let me tell you about 40 minutes of my lifetime. I'm never going to get back. Okay, so here's the thing. This came out March 29th of 2019. This came out last week. There have been there have been singles sneaked sneaked out there. Like they did this thing. Like I Prevail mm-hmm. is the band in question here. They uh they were gonna release their first single if they got a thousand likes on Facebook or something like that, like some post or like whatever, a thousand shares, like whatever whatever it was. So I prevail, the album is trauma. 
Now, the song that myself and Anthony are listening to right now, so I actually put this on, and like I, I, I listen to this, and I'm like, oh, oh. Like, this isn't... I was like, this isn't I Prevail that I remember. Like, how like how fancy. I'm talking about the song Bow Down, which is the uh, the first track. And it's like, oh, yeah. Like, this is cool, man. Like, I can get into this. So I said 40 minutes of my life that I'll never get back. Let me refrain. This is going to be 35 minutes and 58 seconds <laughs> so the, of my life. So everything but this song? That, never, that I'll never get back. This... Now, ladies and gentlemen, we offer opinions on this show, uh, whether they're positive, negative, like what, whatever the case may be. If you are a huge fan of I Prevail and you love this album and this album speaks to you and all that other blah, 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 good for you. bullshit, that is perfectly okay. But you're listening to our podcast, so we're going to tell you our opinions, <laughs> and this is my opinion of this. This whole goddamn album is a perversion of electric dance music shitting on heavy metal thinking that it can cross over into our genre yeah huh and just kind of present itself in a way that makes heavy metal metalcore listeners like myself want to punch babies in the face I mean they did cover blank space so so what kills me about this album so bow down Great tune. Mm -hmm. Great. Track one. It's all you need. If you don't have Apple Music or whatever and you're buying tracks, bow down. Buy, buy, buy bow down and walk away. <laughs> if, along, sir. You along. know what? If you have the satellite radio like the Octane and you've had to suffer through all those horrible singles that they've like actually released off of this album, like just it doesn't get better. It does not get better. It's horrible. It's absolutely horrible so this is what pisses me off they actually have like so they do like that rapcore thing which i actually like rapcore metal like i'm wicked in the rapcore metal like i like the old days of uh from ashes and new ashes i like new. i look that's the one that's like just coming like to mind but no. what happened was the parts that are supposed to be like heavy metal they do these Stupid bass drop like edm breakdowns now instead of like the actual, actual hardcore breakdown. like metal like like rock breakdowns right. and like and then they fuck up because there's a song called hurricane it's this soft ass let me play it for you anthony all right play it for me i'll play it for anthony it's this soft ass stupid song which sounds like cardi b's fucking swallow the guitar and like went <laughs> retarded with like alicia okay. keys but after i say that this has the heaviest metal breakdown in the whole fucking album other than Bow Down. Makes sense. It's the softest, stupidest song in the world, and it is actually a metal breakdown in this song. But the rest of them actually have like some metal, like some cool rap core, and we have to go back to the stupid, laptop-loving, like, freaking bass-thumping fucking EDM breakdown bullshit. Yeah, trying to jump in the new era, like, I guess. What the fuck? <laughs> like, ah! I don't know, man. I'm telling you. And you know what? I hate listens. Bring Me to the Horizon, the new album, pretty much like Oh, this. don't even get me started. I almost did them too, but I was like, I can only just blow like up this. on my like one. Just like this. Because I want the fucking, like, 
like throat stomp them as well mm-hmm. for like their crazy bullshit. I hate listening to this album. Like it was one of those things. I'm not even gonna skip. No, I'm not gonna skip. I'm gonna listen to You're this. Gonna give it I'm gonna full. listen to this and I'm gonna hate it the whole way through. I'm gonna get so fucking mad that like when I get on my podcast tonight, <laughs> I'm gonna like rip this thing's like fucking throat out and I'm gonna like throw it on the ground and I'm gonna pee on it. And not only am I going to pee on it, I'm going to bring my dog from upstairs. I'm going to make him pee on it. All right, everybody pee on it. Yeah, everybody just fucking piss on it because that's exactly what I feel right now. Those are the emotions that I felt like while I listened to this. It's because they call themselves metalcore. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. If you want a genre stomp, like, jump, go ahead and genre stomp. Like, like, ah! It's, so this is a six, right? There's so many, there's so many words that I that I have to like describe this bullcrap, and like. But again, on the hippo word. So, not only this, here's the other thing I had to pick it. Like, not to, not to, not to beat a dead horse. So there's some cameos. Okay. Okay. So. Oh wait a minute, no, Anthony. Before we talk about this, hold on. We we got to that point in the hurricane. Here is the best metal breakdown in this whole album. It's coming. It's actually pretty sweet. That's not bad. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Hurricane sucks, except for like the 30 seconds it exists in this heavy metal breakdown. Can you just imagine? Iberville has two vocalists. You have the heavy vocalist and you you have the the clean clean. vocalist. That guy must be fucking like... Bored as shit. Like just sitting on his thumb behind the stage. Like the whole fucking time. You remember when we saw them at the Warp Tour, where like he's like singing his soft ass like you know panty drop and bullshit, mm-hmm. and like he's actually trying to get like mosh pits and shit. What the fuck do you want me to do to this, bro? <laughs> right? Are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like yeah. I'd be confused if I heard Hurricane live. I'd be like, oh, I'm gonna ask that girl over there. She's pretty cute. I'm gonna ask her to slow dance. Right. And then oh wait, I have to like hit you now because like <laughs> like. But, and then you have this other song, like, fucking Paranoid, which is actually kind of, like, rap core, like, kind of heavy, like, kind of groovy, and then, oh, we just got a fucking breakdance or some bullshit. So, anyway, let me go back to my other points. There are a couple of cameos in this album. Okay. Uh, something named Delaney Jane. Is that the name of a song? Nope, that's a person. Okay. So, Delaney Jane, I was like, oh, well, maybe she came from, like, somewhere cool. So, the song that Delaney Jane sings in is a song called uh shit I just lost it it's because I'm looking at the wrong side I'm looking at the wrong side that's why excuse me every time you leave is a song okay okay so what I figure what I picture every time I leave every time you leave just take like the clean vocalist for I prevail and take Gwen Stefani and redo don't speak with those feel bad for yourself bullshit lyrics and she, like she kind of has like I don't know she kind of has like the same vibe like when it comes vocally. So I looked Delaney up because you know she's actually not a bad vocalist. No. So I was like, well, sure. where did Delaney come from? Delaney Jane is from uh, she's a Toronto-based singer songwriter. Canada. And forward slash Wild Child. Is that an occupation? She has no affiliation with any bands that I'm actually able to see. Like, um, friend she's of the family. Just I don't know. She's at Delaney Jane Music. On Facebook, she has a blue check mark too. Good for her. Um, <laughs> hmm. um, <laughs> uh, so th- this is the first cameo, like huge, huge. 
my guess is she was a hookup, like, when they played, like, through, like, Toronto. Like, you know, she just, like, went backstage and, like, yeah, did the like, old rub and tug. And rub and tug. <laughs> All right. Um, the next cameo is a uh, gentleman called, Ju- something called Justin Stone. He's a hip-hop rap artist. He has albums such as Look What You Started. And look what you started, Deluxe. Mm. Original. And <laughs> this is the part I like. The, re- the record labels, Justin Stone Music, LLC. <laughs> so he's his own. His own, his own person. Good label. Good. <laughs> good. Very good. <laughs> All right, so yeah, they wanted to like maybe do like the whole hip-hop thing, which the song, they like he's a cameo in. It's a hip-hop song. Like, that's all it is. It's right. just... And then, I was looking into it further, um, Trauma, which came out on February 19th of 2019, uh, something called Gabe Halgura was made a full-time member of the band. Okay. So I looked Gabe up okay. to see what he was added. Uh, Gabe Halgura at Drum Beats Online. Ah, so he's a EDM individual. So, so this is what we're doing. This is oh, what we're doing here at Prevail. Yeah, maybe they're not okay, prevailing so, as much as they intend to. So my my advice to I prevail would be very simple: stick to the Taylor Swift covers, because you know what? <laughs> now Taylor, they got it covered though; they can do any of them. Because Taylor Swift has more balls than this band does. Hey, one out of six, green as fuck. Ooh, all the way at the bottom. Fuck I prevail in trauma. Beautiful. Well done. <laughs> Was that a little much? No. Did I go no, over no, the top? No, 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 no. You're did good. I, did I go over the top no, with, my, with, my, with my bashing? Am I going to have to edit all this out? No. Nope. Like after, am I going to like clean off? Like, like Mark, you, you can't say that. You're just going to have to grab a double strap guitar. That's all. <laughs> to hold all your shit in. Uh I want people to really be mad at you. Well played. Well played. So, uh, my, I, I believe we kind of foresaw this a bit. Um, that my, uh, my boys at Demon Hunter are releasing a new, quote, double, end quote, uh, album. So, the the originality of the fact that you've got two albums, you have one called War and you have one called Peace. So the idea, and this was actually a guess and kind of the thought before the album came out, and that's exactly what it is. You have War, which is all heavy and the more all the growly stuff. Um, the lyrics are more towards the, the angry side of things, like Revenge, XYZ. And then you got Peace, which is exactly what you think it is. It's the lighter side, the more enlightening side. I mean, they're a Christian band, so obviously enlightening is going to be where you're going to get anyways. But it it makes sense in a, in a fact that now they haven't... They put an album out in 2017, which was their last one, which was uh, Outlive, which had a few on it. But the thing with, with uh, Demon Hunter... Is they're they're really a two-sided coin. 
and regardless of the album, you're gonna have a song example from Peace. You're gonna, then you're gonna have a song from War. Any other albums, they've always had both the really, really light and fluffy, and the really, really heavy and angry. So it makes sense that they've kind of separated the two. So it's kind of you don't have to kind of listen through one whole album if it's not your type of genre. Um. So I'm I'm I'll start. Um, Silly question. Do they? Yeah. If you actually bought like the physical album form, did they actually sell these together, or are they two? I don't like, believe so. I believe they're two separate entities. Oh. I'm sure you can get them together. They may have some kind of package. You money grabbing mother effers. Um, I'm just kidding. So I mean, you got ten songs on each. This is twenty songs that I've had to fi- fire through. Those um, are my feelings. We have music services. So we're co- <laughs> yeah, we're co- right. So um, we'll start with War to begin with. Uh, this is the first one I listened to. Um. <clears throat> It's not bad. It's not great. It's not fantastic. Um, the song Ash was probably the biggest one to stand out to me. I think that was the heaviest and the fastest one. The guitar works really good in it. My my So my thing is, is that um, we have uh, Judge, who's their, their newest guitarist from Outlive. I be- oh, I'm sorry. I believe he was in The Extremist as well in 2014. But he... And the drummer Yogi also played in a band called uh, The Showdown, uh, which the guitar work in that was amazing. Drum work is that album was amazing. I expected it in this album, but it's it's just not there. I mean, there's some. It's all very open chug, and I mean they've always kind of been like that, and I get that. Um, unfortunately, this this album. As much as I was excited for the heavier side of things, I don't want to, I don't like to use it, but it's 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 kind of boring. Like the songs are good, they're fine, but nothing really stands out to me. Ash was the only one that really kind of jumped out. Uh, I mean, they have like there was a bunch of uh, singles that they released from both both sides of this. Um, on my side, which is okay, uh, the negative is is pretty good. Um, I believe On My Side was also one of their releases, which that one was okay as well. But honestly, I mean, it's... So the thing with Demon Hunter for me is that after their third album, um, Storm the Gates of Hell, after that, the, the music started to almost kind of separate. It kind of got kind of like limited per album. Like, we got The World is a Thorn, which has like a million songs on it, but only like three or four of them are good. You know, you keep going through the things and you kind of pick and you pick and you pick. You can't, they're not all good albums. So, this is kind of the same way, unfortunately. Um, the opening song, Cut the Fit, is... I think there's other songs that could have been for an opener, personally, in my opinion. Um, let's see. Close Enough is also really good as well. Um, my, my biggest thing about um, any of these albums... So, if you go back to um, Storm the Gates of Hell, his uh, choruses were very prominent. Like, they were a big part of the song. Like, unfortunately, all these, they're just... They're, his choruses are very monotone. They're just kind of like auto-tune. They're just kind of like, meh. Like, there's no, like, powerful choruses... I mean, the breakdowns are really good in a lot of the songs, but there's nothing that really grabs you. 
that makes any sense. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. It's not, like I said, it's not great. It's fine. Um, now, we want to move the piece. Piece, I was worried about because I'm not a fan of a lot of their softer songs, unfortunately. Um, but I feel that Peace, um, instrumental-wise and just song creation-wise, was a lot better than War. Um, the song Peace is probably the, my favorite off of it. It's very good. It's it's very catchy. Um, it's good. It's a, it's a good song. It's it's probably the best off the Peace album in general. Good energy right out of the gate. Right. I mean, it's it's pretty strong. The chorus is very good. It's it's one of those ones that sticks in your head. Um, unfortunately, like the song "I Don't Believe You" is stupid. It's actually it's a neat. Sorry, just to go back to like the piece. It's actually like a like a neat effect. Like I'm not sure what that is. That like high pitch noise. Yeah, it's not it's not it's not quite a harmonic. Mm-hmm. But it's not a clean note. Yeah. Like so, what whatever. Uh, it's neat. I like that. Um, like I said, I, I don't believe you. The lyrics are stupid. It just doesn't <laughs> flow. It's, it sounds retarded. Like, I just I just don't like it. You want to get weird, though. The song When the Devil Comes is like a country song. That's fucking weird. I don't want to say country. I'll say more like bluegrass. Got that weird southern, yeah. like, steel guitar nonsense. Um, but you want to... You wanna, you can play this one in the background. The one that I found kind of stood out to me the most was uh, Time Only Takes. Now, if you first listened to the song and you did not know this was Demon Hunter, you'd be like, oh, Breaking Benjamin has a new song. Because that's what it fucking sounds like. <laughs> the The verses are very Breaking Benjamin-y. The chorus is Breaking Benjamin-y. It's just... It's not a bad song, don't be wrong, but that's, that's what I feel off of it. Um, again, I guess a piece I feel was a more creative album than War. War was just kind of fire out heavy shit, fire out heavy shit. Listen to this right here. This is not some break measurement. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I see. I see over here. Yeah. The chugga chugga chugga. Yeah, chugga, and like dun, the kind of junk. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And honestly, the the solos in Peace are a lot better than in War, which was kind of weird. Like they're faster sometimes. Like it's weird. It's a weird mix. Um, but I mean, I, I would I would actually have a feel like like a theory of like a, like almost like they wanted the right piece, but they wanted to like appease like any of like the heavy listeners as yeah, well. So it's sure. like, well, listen, we can't just like put this out because like we're gonna get like lambasted like out there. So you gotta like put out like right. The, I the mean, heavy don't hitters. get me wrong. I mean. Peace has some heavier parts, like instrumentally wise, but there's rarely any screaming in any of the Peace songs. Um, so it's it's kind of a it's kind of a a yin and yang here, because you have War, which is the heaviest stuff, which I which I like, which is kind of my what I like about Demon Hunter. I love uh, Ryan Clark; his growls are phenomenal. Like that's what makes Demon Hunter in my mind. But like. The clean parts in, in, in War are just, just not there. Like, the choruses are boring. Like, there's nothing that really grabs. And then Peace, I mean, the songs are just put together back, I feel. They're just, they're more pleasing to the ear. That makes sense. Mm. Like, it catches, like, you can actually, like... Now, I drive a lot, so listening to these songs in the car is how I, how I listen to it. 
pushing through war, my mind is just not really, it didn't grab. But when I played through peace, I was kind of like, cool, yeah, I like this. This is kind of nice. Like, I kind of paid more attention to it. Does that make sense? This is very Wooven War-ish. I can feel that as well, yeah. Like, very instrumental, very, but like, mm -hmm. the, like the lyrics are like very clean, like kind of a thing. It's like, like really on nice that. Nice guitar riffs going really on. really on that level. And that's not really a knock, because I think no. Wolven War is actually like really neat. Mm -hmm. Like, as a, as a band, like they, they do the, the soft metal cross thing, like, probably as good as anybody like i kind of i kind of get that sense from my from like this peace album as well um if, if i want to give a rating um i'll do two and then i'll do it together so for war hmm, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> i don't know think about this i have a sip of beer maybe that'll help oh boy <laughs> um war i I'd give it a four, because it fills my demon hunter need, but it doesn't exceed my demon hunter need. Does that make sense? Sure. Uh, peace, I'd give it a five, because I just feel like it was a better put together album. Being slower, I just feel aesthetically pleasing. Um, and if you want to put them together, I'd probably stick with a four, because honestly, it's these aren't an album that I would listen to a bunch of times. I'd pick a few songs off of them. You know, for, for here and there. But it's not an album I could listen to a bunch of times and really enjoy it. We talked about this when this first came out, when mm -hmm. the, the idea came out that they're going to do a double album. I mean, you're going to have balls to be like, I'm going to put out 20 songs that everyone's going to enjoy. I'm going to quote those dudes at that podcast. You're, if your favorite band sucks, if you pull out, if you have to put out a double album, that album sucks. Mm -hmm. Put out one good album, yeah. not all of your bullshit. And like, if you pick and chose certain songs in these two, you would make a regular run-of-the-mill Demon Hunter album. Killer album. You know what I mean? Like, And it would be like all their other ones. It's almost like there's a lot of unnecessary... It's like when you get a pork butt and you got to trim the fat off that you don't need. <laughs> you know what I mean? You have all this excess that's just... You don't need it. Does that make sense? Like that's that's how I feel. I feel like there was a lot of there was too many songs right, that we're not they trimming. Didn't... We're not trimming fat to make a stew. We're not making a soup here. <laughs> no, I'm making pulled pork. <laughs> so that's that's how I feel about it. From all my demon hunter knowledge, I get for you. I mean, I was excited for the lineup they had. Really wanted them to push something out there, but it is what it is. It happens. It happens to the best. It's. Good listen though. It's, it's no, not, it's not it. bad by any means. I'm not hating on it, but I just think there's just too much that didn't need to be there. So uh, what I might do is I might actually uh, throw it on the website. I'll make a playlist and I'll take these two albums and I'll, I'll we'll make, make we'll make I'll the make album. a Demon Hunter album for you guys. War and Peace. No, we're gonna call it Salami. <laughs> Because I'm hungry. <laughs> Sorry. Got some bad air there. Apologize for that. I brought I brought one more album. I meant to go local, but I got distracted this afternoon. But there was no children about them. I did. I want I wanted to talk about this. Uh, Good, because I want to hear your your talks about it. I, I want I wanted to talk about this hexed deluxe version. Ooh, fancy. Children of Bodom <laughs> that came out. Um, no recent, covers, right? I um, 
And this is kind of heavy metal headlines. Like I actually kind of like saved this as a as a story, but um, let me uh, let me just bring this up. They would no well, no. I thought didn't they lose their second guitarist at one point? Am I correct? To be honest, I I can't confirm or deny that. But um, let me see. Metal Hammer magazine link this from uh yeah Metal Hammer. I'm sorry, Metal Hammer magazine. Their headline Better than is a wood hammer. Children of Bodom's blackened, hexed album is the sound of a band back on track. I'm reading off a I'm reading off an article right now. This is not yet my my opinion? opinions on said matter. Um, just I'm just so they were very positive on it. Um. Reading verbatim, Children of Bodom were a revelation back in 2003 when they hit their creative and critical peak with Hate Crew Death Roll, which... Great album. Yes, it was good. Um, since then, the Finns have toyed about with their celebrated sound, but with mixed results, scaling back the chilly atmospherics and settling into groove that's often at odds with the sharp end of their black and mellow death. Um... However, when Undergrass and Clover, the lead singer from Hexed, hit the internet back in December, it caused, that's the song, Undergrass and Clover, mm-hmm. um, the lead single from Hexed, hit the internet back in December, it caused a ripple of excitement amongst a fan base who had been mostly left cold by the band's 2015 album, I Worship Chaos. Yes. Frantic and rammed with squealing solos and epic keys, it felt like a welcome return of an energy that had been largely absent from the band's recent metal material. Excuse me. So, that's all I'm going to read from that article. It's, it's not a uh, bad album, except for the cover of Danger Zone. <laughs> My um, I have a I have a true hatred for any cover that Children of Bodom <laughs> does. In fact, my my only thing I do that, like the the my back door song. That no, 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 no! Good. Don't encourage that's them. That's a good cover. Do not encourage. I also them. like Jesse's girl. That's a fun cover. Jesse's girl blows. I like that one. So, well, she probably does, but that's a different that's a different story. <laughs> that's probably why he wants Jesse's girl. Like a head of cabbage. What's interesting about this album is they actually started writing this album in 2017. So this is like an album that they yeah, put it's a, been in the they works put a for a little lot, while. I think when we started this, it was kind of a lot of time into this, and I can tell you, like my my uh, children of Bodom, like sweet spots, like Hate Breeder, Follow the Reaper, Hate the, Hate Crew, Death Roll, and Blood Drunk. Blood Drunk. Blood Drunk, I actually think was like the last. And that came out like about oh, like somewhere between 07 and 09. I want to say 09 was the actual Blood release. Drunk was 2008. 2008? Yep. Okay. That was about when I kind of lost track of them because like they kind of got like a little shitty for me at that point. But. So here's my thing with Hexed. What's cool about it is it kind of like feels like they got like back to like kind of like their their musical roots like the, it's it's got great guitar Always. it's got like gr- it's, Alexi's ridiculous I mean these guys as guitarists like I, I always have like a little bit of a chuckle like when I read like the uh, the mainstream magazines when they talk about their guitar gods and best guitarists it's like and you know like in flames children of Bodo, 90% like, of the Swedes like, like, like pretty much anything that came from Sweden <laughs> yeah pretty it's, much it's like mentioned yep, kind of yep. a thing 
because you know it's just not like the flavor of the month or it's not popular enough and his vocals are still solid i mean they're they're the same as i actually remember back in the day the only thing like uh, a lot of the things that hex is actually missing like when you go back to the day is like a lot of the synth like there's like a lot more well, they use a lot of the keyboard like, like yeah like there's a lot there's of that early keyboard is that used to be like, you know the shit especially like when you go back like to like hate uh hate breeder like like that used to like punch you in the face so like mm -hmm. it used to be like guitar three like you know yeah, you pretty much have, like, like you would have a solo well it's funny because you almost have like dueling solos and some of the songs and that cool know? atmospheric yeah. thing that's like happening like right like what like if you're sitting in, like a dark room you can just like picture mm -hmm. shit like floating around like it could like, be like one of those light shows yeah it, uh, dude laser children mm -hmm. of bodom would be awesome would be man great would be awesome that should be the next thing we should we should patent that for them yeah, we should we should buy a dome. Yeah, it'll just buy domes, I guess. And and a dome uh, salesman. And put, and put, and put <laughs> I need a globe. Sir, I would like your best dome, please. I need a globe. Extra ale. Extra what? Doesn't even make sense. Nope. All right, so so here's my thing. I can listen to Hex. Yeah. I, you can start Hex from b song one. You can start Hex from like you can go all the way through. It's cool. It's, I mean, it's groovy, man. I mean, like, I can, like, there's, there's some cool shit going on with guitar. It's got, like, it's got a good pace to it. It's, like... Well, they said when they were originally, like, in the process of making it, they wanted to make more of a rock album. They didn't want to go as crazy metal as they normally do. They wanted the kind of catchiness to it and the kind of... So, a little bit of different than their other stuff. So I guess here's my thing about it. What's really memorable about it? One of those. I mean, it's cool. You you can hear it. You know it's. Yeah, children of Bodom. You know, yeah, you know it's Cob, man. But it's, it's like, one of those things where it sounds like the rest of the children of Bodom. Sounds like children of Bodom, bro. It's now now granted, like I said, it's not it's not a complete dumpster fire like some of their like their later releases mm -hmm. in life, but and I would be hard pressed to say that this is boring, right? Because. I mean the the instrument the instrumental in it is phenomenal. Like the the transitions, like the the, the tempo, like it, it's. But at the same time, maybe a little boring. No. Like saturated, maybe oversaturated. Been there, done that. Right. I don't like. I don't know. Like sure. And I know I know they put a lot of time. It's it, it's really you don't hard. Wanna, you don't want to use the word one trick pony. I want no, I, like I want to be excited for it. I right. want to be very excited for it. Like I want to be happy that the, like they went back. I mean, I mean, believe me, if if Children of Bodom came around in concert, like I'm the first one in line to buy tickets, right? Because they're still phenomenal. But no, I have a hard time getting excited like listening to this. Mm -hmm. But it's cool. Yeah, I mean it's listenable. It's cool. It's, it's, it's groovy. I mean, it's one of. The, I always go back to this. If when when bands get like later in their like releases, kind of a thing. If this was the first album that they released, how big would they be today? Right. And if this was the first album they released, they would did okay. Yeah. But they wouldn't been. It wouldn't be like the legendary Children of Bodom. Not there now, yeah. By any means, and. So if I was giving if I was gonna give it an honest rating, I mean very listenable, not terrible. I mean there's there's a gazillion other records out there that are obviously like more lousy than this, but 
I mean, just my my personal feeling alone. I mean, probably a three out of six. Yeah. Like three, right four, three, four. It's like right in the middle. It's you know, it's background noise. Okay. Like if I'm on a 15-hour road trip, put this on so I don't fall asleep. Kind of. <laughs> right. Like I don't. I, it's rather my thought. It's, it's just this. Maybe I've fallen into that trap where, like, I need that hook. Like, okay. I need, like, a little bit of a hook to, like, to, like really grab me, like, on the song. And, like, like I said, you know, it's children of bottom. It's just, it's like, it's just... It's exactly what it is. Yeah. Right. Hurts my feelings to say that because, like, I want... It's, like, one of those things. You, you want to like it, right. but it's, like, I just... Yeah, it is what it is. Right. It is what it is. Like, In Flames came out with something and it grabbed me. Mm-hmm. Like, it grabbed me. It's like, hey, I am above... Come listen to me. <laughs> Hello. And then you like listen to it. It's like, oh, this is cool in the beginning, and then like the chorus comes, and like you just like rock with it. Right. Well, what this? is what is like? And I've always said like, you know, because like I I drive when I listen to my music, and when you're kind of listening to something new when you're driving, and it kind of makes you stop and go like, oh, that, that's cool. Hey, you react. You know to what it. I mean? Like if it just plays and you just kind of like days off, it's like, well, it's not. You know. And I don't know how low of a comment this like turns into. You know when I would play hexed? If we were at if we were running a show And you're playing and, in the background. And we had bands changing sets. Right. I could put this on because it's not gonna blow anybody away. Right. And it's like not gonna upstage anybody that's gonna play. Right. <laughs> Alright, no, that's like with like the live sound, right, obviously. Sure, of course. Like well, obviously when you play like a CD version, it's not meant to be like hi-fi right. like when you're playing live. But like this is what I would put in like the background because it's gonna give you like a nice groovy like little yeah. fill kind of a thing. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna keep you like entertained, but it's not mm-hmm. gonna blow you away. And right. then all of a sudden like you come in with like a hard E and like you're like, whoa, what's up? Right. No, I, there's I, a band on. I Sweet. So I don't know. Sorry, children about them. But seriously, stop doing covers. <laughs> the fuck. Covers a lousy. Give all of your covers one. <laughs> all of them, every one of them. All of them. <clears throat> We're gonna bunch them all together. One. Bunch them all together. <laughs> one giant ass green banana. Even if you, even if you came up with a good one, fuck that. You came up with so many bad ones. I hate your good one. <laughs> <laughs> Over overshadowed. Even if Anthony likes them, who cares? He gets two green bananas. For two that. green bananas. That's fine. His Mario Kart's gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Just the peel. But I say, so like three for them, right? Yeah. yeah. Three and a half. That's about what they get. Sorry, man. But so, decent albums, man. This is not a bad start to the year. No. A lot, of, per- a lot of old school guys coming out. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. we, we've hit, I think all these guys are, what, 90s, roughly? You local guys, man. I'm telling you. Or you're, lo- you're underground. I should say, not say local. I should say you underground guys because we're in New England and apparently nobody from New England literally wants to talk to us. Like all of our, <laughs> I would have talked to you. All of our, all of our uh, interested mu- musicians are like coming from like other parts of the world right. and country. But beside that, like you underground folks, man, like I, I really want to start getting into like your reviews and like I might actually start spending like a lot of time like on the blog, like starting right. to like, get the stuff typed up and like obviously I welcome yep. Anthony to like do the same if you right. like type some stuff up, we'll start blogging it okay. and uh, check that out on our website, the uh, hmoa six pack dot um, that's where you'll actually be able to find our blog and uh, future future content. But this is actually the fun part of the job when you get to be like super critical. And again, hopefully, if you're an I Prevail fan, not sorry on like not on like Suicide Watch or anything like that. <laughs> right. But like, I'm so yeah. sorry for 
what they did to you. <laughs> Where did they touch you? You can tell us. Email us. We'll get you a support group. Yep. You can you can call me via the uh, Skype or Facebook Live. Like we'll uh we'll we'll have our a good little bitch fest. There you go. Nothing. It's nothing like swearing with like a perfect stranger to let the rage out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. With that being said, you want to talk about some beer? I guess so. All right. God, that was a mess. That was scary. Didn't mean to do that. I'm so sorry. Right, so the beer I chose, I actually chose because I'm very excited because like um, in less than 48 hours time, I'm on my way out of here and I'm going, like I like I said earlier, towards the equator. I'm going to lands of warmer temperature because I'm going to go find me my Hell. early summer. So with that being said, I decided to go for my island style lagers, man. I went with a brewing company, Kona Brewing Company, which is out of Hawaii. 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 Is it made with real volcano ash? I don't think so. Because that would be cool. I'd drink that. They got two brews that are uh, actually very well distributed. They got the um, the Lombard Island Lager, mm-hmm. which I almost went with because I've never had that one before. But I decided to go with the staple that I actually do know. It's the Big Wave Golden Ale. It's sweet. Goes down nice. Reminds me of like those fabulous days in the islands, man. Sun shining. Dude, I'm going to the beach. This time next week, I'll be at the beach. You it'll guys will be up here. It'll probably be snowing here. It'll probably be <laughs> fucking snowing. Because it's goddamn New England. Yep. Actually, it looked like your weather was actually going to be okay. Yeah, like, I think we're, bit, we're coming l- back slowly. A l- little bit of rain in the beginning, but that makes me even more excited. It means my weather's going to be epic. Yep. Or you'll just get a hurricane and we'll die. But, fun fact, I'm going to... Like, any East Coast trip that I take, because I like to take my car... And like I don't fly, I don't like the I don't like to skip I don't like to skip the stops. I think you just don't want to crash. Oh, I'm not worried about that. You can't you can't be afraid of plane crashes. If you're on a plane that's going down, what, I mean, now what? Wait, you gonna worry about that? Why? Because it'll be all over soon. No more, no more. <laughs> you say that? Have you ever seen Castaway? Is that, there's actually a part of it. Was the movie Lost? If I if I was ever on a plane, I would actually hope they would allow me to open the hatch and just go. Just go by. It's like, if we're all going down, let me go my way. You don't understand, understand when you open said door, everybody involuntarily flies out with you, right? <sighs> <laughs> like, you'd be like, hey, <sighs> goodbye. I'm more of the Ar- Armageddon reality where, like, there's explosions in space and, like, all that, like, good stuff. Like I said, remember the show Lost? You know how <laughs> fucking confused everyone was? Yeah, that, that's how it would be. See, I talk You're a big game. In a bag yeah, I talk stuff? a big game, but if it's on a plane that would go down, I'd probably be the first one like peeing myself and like panicking. <laughs> like, let's be honest. Hanging yourself with the fucking oxygen mask. I'm like holding Connie in front of me to, like, to <laughs> protect myself from like trap now. Um, <laughs> She's your inflatable life raft. <laughs> I got that and two seats. Yeah. <laughs> Just fucking dissembling the fucking seats so you can. Use I'll tell it. my story of greatness. Yeah. How I drowned in my better half. <laughs> So I can come tell you my story. <laughs> right? If that story doesn't get you laid. I don't know. <laughs> I guess you don't do that to me. Oh, we digress. We're talking about beer. Yes. So this, uh... I went way too far. Brewing. It's okay. I think my point was, I'm actually driving. And what I like to do when I drive, my first stop on, the, on said trip is actually going to be Baltimore, Maryland, where there is the first American Guinness brewery in 63 years. And Fancy. I'm going. Fancy. I'll be there Saturday. Do a podcast about it. I could. I'll Skype you. 
I'll take notes. We can talk about there it. There we later. go. We yeah. can talk about it take later. Take notes. Now, fun fact: the uh, the American the American Guinness Brewery will not be brewing the actual Guinness Draft. That only comes exclusively from Dublin. Sure. The 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 Guinness Draft and Guinness Draft Stout only comes from Dublin. However, they will be. They do have the Golden Ale. That, that gets or yep. the golden the blonde ale. Yeah, the blonde I'm one. Sorry. Yeah. I'm I'm. I'm you got one in my, hand. I get you. Keep, uh, yeah, I'm confusing my stuff. So the Guinness, the, the Guinness Blonde Ale, the Guinness IPA, this, the the Nitro IPA, the Guinness the does Nitro as well. is fucking phenomenal. That's a good one. Absolutely phenomenal, and they do all kinds of experimental stuff. So like, I'll 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 do up like a report. We can we there can talk go. about that when I get back, and then the rest of the trip on the way down. Like I hit a couple of Carolina stops the last time, so I'm thinking Georgia. Will have to be hit. Maybe Virginia. We'll see. Okay. We'll see. We'll see what my hours look like. But I like to hit stops. Yeah, no, that's, on the, way that's up and down. the part of it. And I like to, and I like to add to my wall. That's true. I'll have I'll have a lot of the East Coast on my wall by the time this one's there done. There you go. And then I'll be spending a couple of days in Florida. But the uh, the Coda Brewing, the Big Wave Golden Nail, it's a five out of six for me. Nice. This is a good. I've had this before. I'm not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. This is it's a great brew. I get excited. I like Anthony's brew too. I went Irish today. I was mad last time that I couldn't actually get an uh, Irish red. You know, being all St. Patrick's tea and whatnot. Um, so I found this one. I figured probably the last one I need. You know, going in the spring. Uh, I have from Ireland Smithwick's. Smithwick's. Yes. Uh, the red ale. Which is, I mean, it's good. Um, I've good. recently gone into the red ales. Smithix is awesome. Um, it doesn't hit you like a red ale. No, it doesn't. It's not as sweet. I mean, plus this says it's ruby red. Brew. That's a lot of details. It's a Smithix. Um, if you go to a bar that has Smithix on tap, that bar is awesome. 4.5% alcohol. It's not bad. Unfortunately, and I'm, I'm, I'm Marcus, you can yell, do what you need to do. I enjoy the uh, shed, their red ale, a little better, personally. Why would I yell That's and swear? Me. Why would I yell and swear? Isn't that part of your job? About you not like. Isn't that what our Patreon pays you to do? <laughs> do they? Uh-oh. <laughs> Haven't looked. But. Did I not get that memo? Oh. Why <laughs> did I get this memo? <laughs> oh my god! Um, overall, I mean, it's, it's a good, it's a nice Irish red. It's not overly powerful. It's a little sweetness to it. It's good. Um. Yeah, for all you Ireland people out there, I'm gonna give you guys a four out of five. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Mm-hmm. It only makes me laugh that, like that time that like you reviewed like Guinness, and we talked about it like people don't have Guinness a lot. Yeah, <laughs> this is like new to the world. Uh, I was just thinking to myself the whole time. I was like, oh, it's so cute. Is it a Kona? Kona? Dude, the people in Hawaii had it right. Like all their names are like four letters wrong. Like. Four letters wrong. Four letters long. Oh, sweet Jesus. We have to be over. Shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> Wave, golden, ale. That's right. You guys are going to listen to my notes. Marcus says five. Sweet. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Like, share, listen, repeat. Go to the website, hmoa6pack.podomatic.net. That's P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C dot N-I-N-E-T. There you go. <laughs> I don't know where the eye came from. I like looked up and 
star and I somewhere probably. Um, email us directly, hmoa6pack at gmail.net. Oh my god, I suck at this. It's not .net. Gmail.com. There you go. Heavy Metal over a six pack at gmail.com. If this, this one doesn't make sense, listen to the last episode. I think we've got to rate that down. <laughs> Check that one out. Sweet Jesus. We do, I've only done this, what, 53 times prior to this? Um, go check out the Facebook page, the Instagram, the Twitter. Give us a follow, a like in this world of social media. Obviously, those things are like very important and makes us like look cool when we have like more likes and more listeners. If you know a friend that might find us entertaining, please share us with them. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't think they'll find us entertaining, share us with them. Tell, us, tell them how stupid we sound and tell them to check us out. Uh, we're found on all the major platforms, the Spotify, the Google Play, the iTunes, the iHeartRadio, the TuneIn Radio app, Stitcher, and probably something that else that I've signed up for that I can't remember at this time. With, yeah. that, be- with that being said, once again, thank you very much. Like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, we just celebrated our one-year anniversary of actually having this program, which is pretty cool. Yeah, this is true, yeah. It's pretty yeah. cool. It's been, a, it's, been, April, yeah. it's been a long fucking time. It has. You know what? We're not even sick of doing this yet. Not yet. Which is weird. Give it but a couple weeks. <laughs> we paid the bill in November. So. Yeah, yeah, we got we got a little bit. No, actually, I mean, I, I mean, I speak for myself. I'm not going to speak for everybody else, but we still think this is actually fun as shit. We actually make this appointment viewing. We do. To actually like do this and like make we do. We like- cool content. And if you don't like our content, well, fuck off. Yeah. Because you know what? You never emailed us to tell us what content you wanted to hear. Yeah. Bunch of ass hats. That's my story. I'm sticking with it. If you're actually in a band and you actually want to like hang out with us, chat with us, talk with us. Do that as well. If you want us to uh, review your music. If you want to like subject yourself to like. Or if you have albums that you like that want us to nicely... Endeavor. If you want Anthony to sugarcoat it, you want me to yell and scream about it. By I'm all means, slap my banana peel over it. Yeah, we'll we'll, bit it, we'll we'll smash banana the shit out of some stuff. Email hmoa six pack gmail. I want a banana hammer. And we always love in in studio and or over the air guests and like the people that we talk to always seem to have like a relatively okay time. Yeah, no complaints yet. Um. Just to kind of like highlight in the last the uh, in the last fifty four something episodes that we've actually produced, the whole perp- the whole reason why like we do stuff like this is like so that you actually check out like the local music and we've featured some killer artists yeah. like all the way back from the be- like the beginning like Friend of Me, Fathom Farewell, uh, Plea of Insanity, Heart of Jordan, uh, Heart of Jordan, Central Face, Disorder, Central Disorder, In Depth, Tormenta. I mean, there's there's so many great stuff out there, and the whole reason why we do this is to, like get this out to the world. So make sure like anybody that we feature that you like go and actually like check out their stuff. Yeah, definitely. Other than that, that's all I got for today. We'll see you next time. Uh, shouldn't be a lag in episodes, but if there is, that's because I went on vacation. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Just kidding, man. I love you, people. I'll send pictures of my puppy. How's that? Woo! Yeah, we want more. We, we need more puppy pictures. We, we do. Lo- we love puppies. We do. We all have puppies now. Anthony just got a puppy. I did. She's terrified of me. She shits in the house constantly. It's great. <laughs> Fucking fudge factory. <laughs> all right, guys. Peace out. Goodbye. That is the end of this episode. Another fun-filled day in the world of heavy metal over a six-pack. This is Anthony, Marcus, and Jay signing off. 
See you next time.